Hey there, three-way theater listeners. JC here. Wanted to take a moment and remind everyone that now through December 17th, if you head over to threewaytheater.com, you'll have the opportunity to cast your vote in the Peacock Awards. It's the biggest night of the year for three-way theater as we celebrate the movies, TV shows, and wrestling events that we had reviewed throughout 2017. And for the first time ever, you can have your voice heard as you have the opportunity to cast your vote. It's a podcast about pro wrestling movies and pro wrestling movies. Hosted by Lumberjake, Mike Payfi, and JC. We constantly bicker, but we are best friends. From No Holds Bar to The Naked Man, the fun never ends. Be sure to stick around for our mascot, Mr. Peacock, and a great wrestling show that truly rocks. Testing one two three. Testing one two. Oh, three. that sounds good. Yeah, that one sounds much Lumber, better. Now you talk. Oh, that's right, Lumberjake here. Podcast. Now is he Central. now number two? No, he's Keep back talking. to number one. Keep I'm talking. here. I'm here. Moon River. You're so vain. You probably think this, this podcast is about, about you. you. Yeah. You're so vain. Unless you're the Simpsons Family Guy, King of the Hill. Or the jerky on Thanksgiving. I can't wait till we do, um, I have, when we do the next TV set of episodes, T-G-I-T-W-T. Oh, T-W-T-I-T-W-T. Thank goodness it's three-way theater with our Family Matters, Boy Meets World, and Fuller House episodes. And uh, we can even squeeze in a um, Drew Carey show. God damn it, Lumberjake. We can squeeze in the Drew Carey show. Yeah. Good job, good foley work, Lumberjake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's like Howard Stern in Private Parts. Some girl sitting on her speaker right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we mini casting or are we just? Going? I think we should. Um, we're just going to watch the episodes. No, All right, we'll, let's. We'll, we'll mini cast first. All right, well All then right. we're on. Oh wait, no. We're oh, we're gonna watch as. Ooh. No, no. Oh. Let's not know. But no. we have to watch first before we do mini cast. Yeah. No, we just I we do a mini cast. No, but the mini cast is on. For yeah, we have to watch. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! All right. Yeah, jeez. I tried telling you that fifty times. It's a podcast about pro wrestling movies and pro wrestling movies. Hosted by Lumberjake, Mike Payfi, and JC. We constantly bicker, but we are best friends. From No Holds Bar to the Naked Man, the fun never ends. Be sure to stick around for our mascot, Mr. Peacock, and a great wrestling show that truly rocks. Greaseman. I can't roll my R's. Griezmann. Waddle doodle. Louise Griezmann. Linger longer. Bone dry. Bone dry. Oh, oh. Wait, your microphone once again is making. Like maybe don't touch like the bottom of it. Bone dry. Nope, now you're off. God damn it. Hello? It's me. Whoa. Bum, bum, bum. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Hello. All right. Is it, am I working? You are working. I am working. I mean, well, yeah, you're working. Yeah, I got a job. Yeah, good for you. Oh, welcome to Three Way Theater. Uh, what? Wait, 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 what? Are we recording? What are you, yeah, why not? Oh, um, okay. Well, I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjake, and I'm JC, and uh, we watch pro wrestling movies and pro wrestling movies. And welcome oh. to our mini cast, guys. Why are you talking like it's a qu- everything's a question? And we're uh, talking really fast so we can get in as much yeah. information that we can get in, right? Oh, okay. We, we just I, love to get it in. Yeah, to get it in, you know. Keep it in. I mean, we're lucky that we're even saying it at all. Sometimes we just forget to yes. uh, plug who we are or what we do. Or... That's why we got to get it right out the gate. And okay, I'm not confident in this microphone holding up for me. So let's just get through this. I mean, you just need to talk into it. And with no, it, there you see that was that good. Is, I will that not. Was, you have to. That's put, all you have to do is talk directly into the microphone. I put it on my chin. That's partially a problem. Yeah. No, aren't you supposed to do that? Put it on. Yeah, your but you chin. have so much hair on your chinny chin yeah, chin that's that true. it's blocking the sound. So I should do like yes, this. yeah, yes. You talk, sound great. Talk right into it. Yeah. Yes. Speak into the microphone. Hello. We're like, what? Like twenty two episodes in, a bunch of mini casts, best yeah. in shows, and we're just finally getting Lumberjig to talk into the microphone. I'm talking into the microphone, guys. Yes. Finally. People are gonna be so happy now that they yes. can actually hear what Lumberjig has to say. Because well. he's got some good points. <laughs> yes. You know. He does. But, you know, I came up with this great idea for a mini cast. Oh, okay. did you? Okay. Yeah, I came up with this great idea where I'm like, hey guys, brainstorm session by myself. I was like, how about we discuss wrestlers who are in non-wrestling movies? Let's cut his mic. Cut it off right now. Yeah, just turn it off. Oh, my God, you cut Mike Pava. (laughs) I looked right at him, and he agreed to it. He's my only mic. (laughs) Uh, I think it's a great idea for a minicast. Yeah, it's movies that we're not going to cover because they're not wrestling movies. And so I I mean, it's funny that you say that. I was thinking about this the other day when when you pitched this idea. I was a little concerned. Like, we're going to run out of movies sooner than later. Yeah. Well, that's why we're... Never going to happen. Never going to happen? There's so much... Never going to happen. I agree with Lumberjake. Okay. Thank you. Well, I mean, like, we've already done some big movies, like, from our list. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I just feel like eventually we're going to kind of peter out. Nope. I mean, we've done, like... We're going to Jacob out. We're going to Mike out. We're going to peter out. And if you want to head on back and listen to those episodes, you can do so at threewaytheater.com. Booyah. When do you think we're going to get to the point where we need to re-review our movies because our old episodes are so bad? Well... (laughs) Right now, Body Slam is a definite go back to. I'd like to do a redo on Naked Man too, just because the last half of that episode, well, sound, you know, okay. we're in the airplane hangar. You know, guys, hangar. when we when we make it big, oh, you know, those are the shows that we're gonna do the live shows. Can for. can you tell? Yeah. Okay, I mean, can you tell me when that might be? When are we gonna get big? You know, um, we got an audience right now. My it just dog takes clancy. time. It's a slow process. Slow process. I slow feel like burn. a lot of other podcasts just like kind of bang it right out of the gate, and they're but they just have, they have names. They have Do names. They, they have a lot of um, promoting power. You know, we're, we're they, very they get on good uh, channels into the um, microphone. We get good. They See, get good podcasting channels. Well, uh-huh. I mean, we're on a great podcasting channel. Oh, you in, mean Podbean? Yeah, yeah, one of the best. No, I mean like. Like Chris Jericho. Oh, like part of a network. The, yeah, the, the podcast, the Jericho yeah, like, network. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Riotcast. So we need to join a network. Yeah. 
Adam, what's up, man? You're going to hook us up? Yeah, who's, dude. Who's Adam? Adam Carolla, our good friend. Oh, yeah. Long time three way theater yeah. listener, yeah. Adam Carolla. Yeah, loves our stuff. He loves our stuff. I can't so, hear the dog. The yeah, dog's okay. No, the dog's Don't fine. worry about the dog. We, we, we rather worry about you. you talking yeah. to that microphone. Okay, I will not. <laughs> so uh, as Lumberjack mentioned, he came up with this great idea Booyah. to uh, cover pro wrestler cameos in non-wrestling it, yeah, it, The non-wrestling You're, roles. Yes. Yeah, because it's definitely more than cameos for some of these. Exactly. Yeah. Good, right. True. Um, we started off, uh, we, we, chucked, we checked out Big John Studd and Harley Davidson in The Marlboro Man. Starring Don Johnson, I think. Well, not only that, but three-way theater alumni Mickey Rourke. Ooh, Mickey Rourke. That's right. Was he the? Was he Harley he was, Davidson? Yeah, he was Harley Davidson. He was Harley. He was the one fighting Big John. Yes, Scott. I'll be damned. And that's why when uh, Big John grabbed him and grabbed that big old hunk of ass, I was like, yeah. "Damn!" I mean, Randy the Ram versus Big John Stud right Game here. Match. Wow. I actually wrote down, I wish he would have hit the Ram Jam. That would have been great. Have you, so have you ever seen Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man? That's the only clip I've ever seen. Negative. I, have you seen it? Yeah, of course. I've pretty, I, I, everything, so when we went through, Did we you know that was Big John Studd? I knew it was a wrestler. I couldn't, when I was younger, I didn't know who any of the wrestlers were yeah. besides Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Those were the two wrestlers I knew. When I was really young, I had the LJN of Hulk Hogan and Big John Studd, and I thought Big John Studd was white tights Hulk Hogan. <laughs> okay, that, that makes sense. Was this Same big... for Jesse Ventura was pink tights Hulk Hogan. <laughs> was this uh, Big John Studd's only movie role? Um... I can't say for sure, but I believe this was his most prominent, probably his one big he didn't one. Do awful? Like, no, I thought he was pretty good. And played he, his part well. He's I, got a presence about he's him. Like, he's like, talk is guy. cheap, and I'm not buying any. And I was like, yeah, yeah you go. Don't you buy it? Fucking don't any. you buy it? <laughs> no talk, bot. I think the problem for a lot of wrestlers, I mean, obviously they're getting pigeonholed in certain roles, but how many roles of their for like uh, barroom brawlers could there be? Right. Yeah. Well, most of these um, movies we checked out have fight scenes in them with the wrestlers. So, yeah. I mean, that just seems to be the go-to thing. Hey, let's get this wrestler on. Fight scene. Yeah, just about every single one other than maybe a handful were fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, this was a. I thought this was a good one to start off with. Yeah. Uh, you got Don Johnson, Lou Diamond Phillips, Mickey Rourke is Randy the Ram. Lou Diamond Phillips yes. is the mute Indian? Yes. That did fucking... That did That was speaking Spanish, American Sign Language? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I love the. Um, I mean, should we spoil it? I love the big finish where he, where Big John Stud <laughs> grabbed him by the dick and balls. Yeah, and then a handful of ass to boot, and then chucked him out a window uh, onto a car. The the I didn't you know when he threw him out the window, you didn't realize how far he was dropping. Right. So when yeah. you see him go through the roof <laughs> of the car, and not only that. Big John Studd jumps onto him. Off the, out of the window. From the window, yeah. It was, it was fucking so awesome. Fucking great. It was so high up. It was so um, funny. So, I, JC, since <laughs> you've seen this movie, uh, would you recommend watching this entire movie uh, if not just for that scene? Absolutely. So it's not. It's definitely not my favorite movie on this list that we're going to go over. Um, yeah, that but would be the next one. That's right. right. Uh, but I think it's a fun movie to watch. Um, I did go ahead and look up. Big John Studd uh, has four uh, movie credits okay. to his uh, to his name. The last one he did was Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. That was in ninety one. Also in ninety one, he was in The Marrying Man, which uh, was a romantic comedy starring Alec Baldwin and Elizabeth Shue. All right. I'm in, sold. I'm sold. And Robert Loggia. 
Yes, I'm all for it. <laughs> oh man! Elizabeth, all right, Elizabeth Shue and Robert Lozier are fucking dancing on a giant piano. Oh shit! And Kim Basinger. What? I want to watch this Al- movie. Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger, of course, married. Yeah, with children. <laughs> no, but not the TV show. No, we're not reviewing that. Yeah, yet. Uh, so I definitely Although am. Gonna, we could have. I'm definitely gonna check out the Marrying Man. Uh, 1990 was Caged in Paradiso. Spanish film or Paradiso? I don't know how it would be in Spanish. Despacito. <laughs> okay. Um, he. This looks like to be a prison movie, probably like Caged Heat. A oh. prisoner's wife joins him in an island where a killer satellite and shark-infested waters keep inmates in check. All right. Killer satellite. Can we just do an entire episode on Big John Stud movies? Because <laughs> yes. this I'm sounds amazing. He's a part of all these amazing ensemble casts. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the... The last one that I have on here was from 87, it looks like. So, let's see. So, this would, would have been his first role. This would have been the first one. Yep. It was uh, Double Agent. Ooh. Double Agent, 1987. A federal agent persuades a married veterinarian, Michael McKeon, to Ooh. fill in for his spy twin brother who cannot be found. <laughs> I want to do an entire episode yes. of Big John Stud movies. Just Big John Stud movies. Holy shit, these sound great. He picked some great roles. All right. Didn't so, he die about 92? Like, I thought he was alive in 93, but I could be wrong. The, he might have died in 93, yeah, but I, I was... I didn't want to get him confused with Andre because he also died ninety three. Right. No, I think you're. I think you might have been right. Um. Yeah. Hodgkin's lymphoma. Holy shit! This is a great little filmography. He died in ninety five. Okay. Thank oh. you, Mike Pava. Yeah, Big John. All right. So that that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I think he could have had a, a much uh, bigger career in movies had he had he lived on. Um. Then we have uh, the next film we checked out was the scene from the classic Roadhouse. Starring Terry Funk. The Funker. And he played an evil henchman. Yeah. Uh, so Funker, like he's pretty much a supporting character throughout this entire movie. He's in almost the entire thing. Okay. Um, obviously, uh, Patrick Swayze is Dalton. The, uh, he's, the, he's the cooler. He's the cooler. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know what's up. Yeah. And like uh, <laughs> uh, he gets to fuck uh, Kelly Lynch there. Ooh. Which is my favorite thing is uh, Bill Murray. Uh, whenever Roadhouse plays, he calls up Kelly Lynch's husband <laughs> and lets him know that he's watching Patrick Swayze fuck his wife. <laughs> and he will do it whenever, wherever. So he was in France, and it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. Roadhouse was on. Bill Murray called up Kelly Lynch's husband and said, Patrick Swayze's fucking your wife right now. That's that's amazing. Amazing. The legend of Bill Murray. Bill Murray, amazing. Um. And no, uh, yeah, Sam Elliott was in this. Uh, Keith David, which are one of two appearances on this list. <laughs> well, uh, but uh, Ke- uh, it, Roadhouse is an awesome movie. Throat throat rips. They rip out throats. Oh, yeah. uh, like some hardcore nudity. I uh, mean, it's really a three way theater staple. I'd like it's just the about the wrestling the, part. I want the one with Ronda Rousey. <laughs> oh, could... oh, she's going to be in the remake of Roadhouse, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh man, you know that could be something we have to look at later on when that ever gets released. Pass. Oh. Uh, anyway, I love Roadhouse. It's a great movie. You should watch it. The Up next, next uh, sorry, Lumberjack. I yeah, didn't mean to. No, yeah, you can go ahead. To, to steal your thunder, there we have uh, Kevin Nash in Magic Mike XXL. Uh, XXL. He was also in the first one. Also in the first one. Um, Big fan. I've never I, seen either of them. I just Googled Kevin Nash Magic Mike because I knew he was in it. Well, I mean, my girlfriend's a huge fan of Magic Mike XXL. 
L and uh, the original. She's a huge fan of Channing Tatum, is what you're yeah, saying. So That's I've actually the... her nickname for Mike, Magic Mike, <laughs> and her nickname for me is XXL. Fact. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> it's Magic Mike XS. Extra small. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I just find it funny that he's putting this role as a dancer. Yep. He's very agile and nimble. Not at all. <laughs> the guy can ba- the guy can barely walk up two flights of stairs when I. Uh, interviewed him for my radio show back in the day. Oh, that's right. He was at the studio, yeah, right? The elevator yeah. was broken. Yeah, he walked up the goddamn stairs. He had to walk up the stairs. I walked up those stairs many guy. times when we used to do the lockup, yeah, and dude. I hated it every time. I remember you'd be sitting from the top looking down at me, and you'd like echo away, like, hello, hello. <laughs> and he'd drop water balloons on you. God damn it, I hated it when he did that. Yeah, it was classic Mike and his Mike chip. I've only saw, I only saw the first Magic Mike and I would say Kevin Nash did equally less yeah. in that movie. He's pretty much just on camera, always from the waist up, uh-huh. so you can always check out, he's in good shape from, yeah. the, from the top up and he would do the minimal parts and his character was based around just throwing quips. Well, you gotta love it. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's Kevin Nash to a T. You gotta love it too because he does more with less. Can I tell you that And I, that's just the Kevin Nash mantra, and I love it. Jake picked this list, and it's an awesome list. And it might be on here that we, because there was what, 13 more that we didn't yeah, go through? More, yeah. um, do you have Kevin Nash in The Punisher? No, I have him in The you Longest have him in, Yard, though. Do you have him in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I Ooh. do have him in Teenage Mutant Ooh, Ninja Turtles. Nice. That's a good one. Well, I was going to say, of the ooze. in Punisher, he fights the Punisher, and he's like a Russian. Oh, doesn't like, he have like a striped yeah. shirt on yep. and bleached hair? Right, red, red and white striped, kind of like yeah. Waldo. And he's bleach blonde hair, and he has a big fight scene with Thomas Jane, who's playing the Punisher in okay. that movie. And that's a, actually the most physically intense fight scene I've ever seen him in, because even in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, he just stands there. Yeah. He doesn't actually do anything. We didn't talk about Terry Funk's other work, by the way. Um, I believe he's done other. Oh, he. You know what movie I was surprised to see was him he in? Like in the Ringer. That's or exactly something? what I was just gonna say. So uh, Barry Blum was the writer director for The Ringer. Okay, and he was the agent for was it McFoley? Uh, Jesse Ventura. Jesse. Okay, so he did. Um, he was a producer, I think, on Beyond the Mat Beyond the as Mat, well. Yeah, and uh, so Terry Funk is in The Ringer, and. <laughs> just it's such a random thing and again he's in there for he's one of the henchmen yeah and he's in there for a good portion of the movie he's also on one of my favorite tv shows beyond belief factor fiction where it was an anthology series where it would show like five like little mini spooky supernatural stories and then at the end, they would tell you which ones were real and which one were fake we've actually watched this together at some point lumberjake huh. yeah uh Lumberjack loves Factor Fiction. I love Beyond Belief Factor Fiction. It's one of my childhood shows, and it's uh, always been one of my favorites to this day. Still a good show. You also love Scare Tactics. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're, are you afraid? No. Well, you shouldn't be. Because you're on Scare Tactics. What? Yeah. There's a ghost behind you. Oh God! Oh, it's just Mike uh, Pava. <laughs> it's just me. It's just me. Uh, Kevin Nash has a. Uh, he plays Tarzan. Yes. And he has this great entrance when he's on stage. <laughs> But do you think that he had a flashback to Oz in that scene? He had a big giant cape, the cape and just and everything like was this, silly. Yeah, he was a painter, and also he did a crotch chop. Yeah, several, and yeah. the crowd Popped. went ape shit. Do yeah. you think those were his diesel leather pants? Those are leather shorts. I thought he had the pants on. Then he ripped off the pants to yeah. show his little okay, chicken legs. <laughs> he does have little chicken legs. 
I don't know. I, I thought it was a. I mean, again, Kevin Nash. He looked, he looked great though. In both uh, Magic My movies, he's a supporting character, so that's definitely beyond a cameo there. Um, next up, we had Jesse the Body Ventura in as, The Running uh, Man as Captain Freedom. That's Captain right, Freedom. Yeah, he another guy that's done quite a bit in Hollywood. Yeah, he I'd did, say he transcended his wrestling career into his acting roles. Um, out of these guys so far, do you think Jesse Ventura had the best out of the four, um, or do you think Kevin Nash might have been better than Ventura? Um, no, I definitely think, Jesse. I think Jesse just with like um, was it Predator? Yeah. Um, Mom and Dad Save the World. Wasn't he oh, in uh, one of the? Uh, what is it? Wasn't he uh, like the Dark Knight or something? Um, I like don't a cop. Oh, a cop. he was in a uh, Batman Forever. Right. He was okay. one of the Arkham okay. Asylum All right. guards. Yep. You're absolutely right. He was in Body Slam. <laughs> or no, 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 it was um, that was No Holds Barred. Right. Right. He was an announcer. I think Ventura special, appear- special appearance Jesse Ventura. Yeah, I think I think Ventura had a very. I mean, Nash has had been in a couple of cool movies, and he's done like some cameos and other things. But I think Ventura was in a lot of more high profile roles. Yeah. Okay. Because um, it reminds me of like Hogan and Ventura are always at odds with each other. I feel like Ventura made it a point to be more successful in movies, maybe because he couldn't be as successful in wrestling. Yeah, he wasn't a great wrestler. Pretty good actor. Pretty good. Can you guys give me a little backstory on Captain Freedom? So, like, we see one scene, and he's, like, a, 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 a workout instructor, yeah. fitness instructor. So you've never seen The Running Man? No, never okay. seen it. So it's based uh, dystopian future, uh, kind of like a, like a reality TV show where these people are put into this life-or-death competition. And think of Captain Freedom as, like, an American gladiator. Okay. He's, like, one of the big stars of The yep. Running Man. Um, it's left you have to amb- run like a gauntlet. Yeah, so that it's, was like his gimmick. It's ambiguous as to whether or not he was actually a running man, or if he was always they like they did a very bad job of making this movie. Where it was like that's why uh, the podcast "How Did This Get Made" did an entire episode on the Running Man. Um, but Captain Freedom has become a TV announcer later on in years. He's announcing the Running Man. He's a star. He's a character. And he did the workout videos because he's this big character. And then when the Arnold Schwarzenegger character in the movie the Running Man, uh, he is basically getting fan support and momentum because he's so popular and good and awesome because he's Arnold uh-huh, that of course. they brought Captain Freedom out of retirement to get Arnold and the and the girl. Unfor- he, was like the, he was the top. Right. Um, unfortunately, Schwarzenegger and the, uh, the female lead, they had escaped. But the TV audience didn't know that, so they got doubles right. to come in, which Captain Freedom then killed the fuck out of them. What luck that they were able to make those so quickly. Killed it's the, the fuck- future. Yeah. Killed the fuck out of them. Threw them onto razor wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Snap, Chico. Snap that chick's neck. And uh, Razor wire. Threw the fake Arnold into spikes. Yep. That was great. That was pretty yeah. sweet. Seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger die is pretty fucking crazy in a movie. You I know? don't get to see it. Yeah. Well, that's why they See him close to They death. had to make the scene. Did he die in Total Recall when his eyes are all no. fudged out? No. No, he didn't. He almost did. Several seconds away from death. I think that might be the first time Schwarzenegger ever died on film. Yeah, probably the last. But I think that's why they had to do that cut to show that to real show that Arnold was alive. Well, at one point when you were telling me that that wasn't the real Arnold, and then that guy started actually kicking Captain Freedom's ass, I was like, wait a minute. you make Ar- it look good, brother. The real Arnold has so. to... Yeah, right, all right. But that's point. where the television aspect comes into it. And then Schwarzenegger is uh, also an appe- made an appearance on WWF SmackDown back in the day. 
back in 2000. He got, uh, he got, he got a, his own world title. Yeah, big title, but only backhanded Triple H. So he was a part of the wrestling lexicon, too. He's a, that was when he was uh, promoting End of Days. Yes, classic. I remember that. I was really into it that, back then. 99? There was a lot of big... Uh, yeah, yeah, 99. Hold on. Um, another big guy that could take Jesse Ventura's spot as the guy with the most prolific, uh, like acting role appearances would be uh, Roddy Piper. We yeah. watched uh, They Live. Yes, the uh, the longest scene we watched uh, from yeah. our clips. Holy and it was shit. all a fight scene. Six fucking minutes with of- Keith David again. Yeah, classic Keith David. Um, that was one hell of a fight scene. They yeah. get they get to throw a couple wrestling moves in there. A couple. That was the Energizer Bunny of fight scenes. It's like we back, got to see back suplex, drop, drop toe, toe hold. Uh, what else was there? Like kind of an atomic oh, chicken drop wing, sort of thing, a crossface chicken wing. Have you seen They Live? Have you seen that movie? Nope. No. Okay. All right. I don't know why I ask you every time. John I should just Carpenter, know the answer. Classic. I was gonna. I mean, have you seen it, Jake? Yes, I've okay. actually seen. So, this would one. you prefer this over Hell Comes to Frogtown? Well, yeah, but right. well, it depends. <laughs> I right. love bad wrestling and bad movies. So, yeah, I mean. You know. Um, I love bad movies as well, and I mean, Piper was in a few good ones, a few good bad ones. In um, in the show South Park, I don't know if you guys are familiar. I've heard of it. They uh, they actually did a wrestling episode themselves, but in another tie-in, in the episode where they introduced the character of Jimmy, a kid with cerebral palsy. Oh yeah, Jimmy. He's, no, no, no. That's that's, that's Timmy. Timmy. We're oh. thinking of Timmy. And, and Jimmy was a new kid who was like a comedian, <laughs> walked on little arm crutches. Oh yeah. And in his first episode, he got into a fight with Timmy over Timmy not wearing, wanting to wear a hat. So he's like, come on, put on the silly hat. And then they got into a fight, which they recreated the entire They Live fight scene. <laughs> That's awesome. Shot for shot <sighs> in the episode Cripple Fight. Put on the hat. Yes, he was trying to make him put on the hat. It's amazing. Instead of the glasses. Instead of the they, glasses. That's amazing. And they recreated the entire fight scene between the two. Uh, mentally challenged That's children. fantastic. That's great. So good. Uh, guys, life's a bitch, and she's back in heat. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> but, you know, he was trying to get as many, like, he threw so many of those at the wall, and he got, I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. Right. That's only because he has 50 failed ones. Throughout. Well, that's what I'm going to say. If we ever looked at the deleted scenes of this movie, all of the extra quips that had to be cut. <laughs> the uh, director, you can't stop him. You just let him go. You just let him say all of his one-liners until like he's exhausted them. Um, this is what they used to do with William Shatner. In order to get like a good take out of him, they would record like 15 takes, mm-hmm. and then on the 16th one, they would use that one Yeah, because he would have exhausted himself from all his awful bad acting. <laughs> so he had to be toned down. Yeah, so think of that with Roddy Piper. That last cut was like the 30th. Um, and probably the second most random appearance in a movie, we had Hulk Hogan and Gremlins God, too. Yes. Fucking love it. So it, fucking it's good. It's so ridiculous. Like the the uh, like it goes off the track. The audio does. The video does rather. And it's just um, the guy working at the theater needs to fix it. So he goes to a different like theater and says, oh, "Excuse me, sir. Can you please do something about the Gremlins?" This guy. The guy. Has his fucking light. He's looking for e- he's a little looking orange for, traffic looking light. Looking for Hogan, yeah, like a fucking flight. Air traffic controller. Exactly. And he's looking for Hulk fucking Hogan, who's in yellow and red everything. He's in his full gear. He's yeah. in tights. And they're wearing, they're watching some random black and, like, white. black and white movie that's like, boing, 
It's just like like thank you for the Foley work. Good on Hogan for sitting on the end seat though, because you know it would have <laughs> been. Big guy. Well, he's yeah. big guy. If he's got to get out to go exactly. to the bathroom, he needs exactly. to stick his legs out into the and aisle. He's gonna need to go get more popcorn because he just ripped his bag up. Well, you know, <laughs> there's certain things that people like. They they need they like cold. They had cold soda, uh-huh. hot popcorn, yep. and no monsters in the projection booth. I mean, I think that's booth. fair. <laughs> Having a stroke. <laughs> um, I love this scene now and as a fucking kid. Oh, yeah. it was just so like, holy shit. Well, and uh, I mean- And it wasn't Hulk Hogan playing any other character. No, it was Hulk he was wearing the belt, Hogan. and he ripped He's his wearing, shirt yeah. off. Yeah. Um, so I watched the original Gremlins on TV when I was young, before this movie came out. And of the, I don't know about you guys, the first Gremlins movie scared the fuck out of me as a kid. Yeah, like it was a straight up horror movie. And when they had Gremlins two, I was so scared I didn't want to go see it. And then like I, I remember we went to go see it, and I was like laughing hysterically. It's, it w- it's interesting that they kind of switched gears from one to the other. You think because the one got so popular, they decided to kind of just make it. The director. S- um, I feel like that happens a lot, where it's like because of certain marketing strategies you can use, they need to tone it down to make it more broad. Because kids love Gizmo. Uh, Joe Dante, the director of the movie, when they wanted to do Gremlins two, he would say, "I'll only do it if I can do like the craziest like." complete opposite of what we did with the first one because mm. he felt the story was told in the first one. So he's like, how am I going to do a sequel? What am I going to do? And they gave him complete creative freedom to do this sequel. And so he made the most fucking bat shit insane. <laughs> like uh, the the main owner of the building was supposed to be like Donald Trump. Yep. And it was supposed to be based on like Trump Tower and having... Topical. Like it well back in ninety it was still topical because he was like the man of New York, and I, I it would they just let him do whatever he wants. Uh, it's fucking hysterical. I love the second Gremlins. It's great. Uh, the next movie we checked out was Andre the Giant and the Princess Bride. Classic. Classic. We don't really. I know we didn't really need to watch a scene, but we still checked it out because you know get it in mind how good he was. How perfect it, he was for the role. It's something that's become iconic because people will always remember that. I love their casual conversation throughout the entire fight. Yeah. Very much um, like a wrestling match. If you ever wanted to if you ever wondered what a Mike Pava versus Lumberjake match looks like, <laughs> take notes. Fucking watch that goddamn scene. Yeah, like spot for spot basically. It makes sense why you wear the Zorro mask now, Mikey. Yeah. Mm. Uh, rest well and dream of large women. <laughs> Why did you moan like that? Yeah, that a, Why that else would I wear a mask? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Andre the Giant, great. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they originally wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to play the role of Fessick. Uh, Interesting. That yeah. sucked. You don't think that would have been the same? Andre brought something to it that made it more whimsical and like he's yeah. very likable. It's a, fa- a it, it's yeah. a fairy tale, right? So. Yep. You really get if it was Arnold or if it was somebody that was like a big muscular. You like, want a giant, yeah, and he's a lovable giant. Which and you, uh, he does turn babyface at the end. Even yeah. though these are two completely different type of movies, I also think of like Robin Hood Men in Tights with yeah. the little John yeah. in that movie, and he's such a lovable. Don't let the big, name fool you. I'm actually quite large, <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's such a he's a, it's a it's a funny whimsical guy. Like I think if you had like a big muscular guy playing Little John in that movie, you would have lost something. So I think with The Princess Bride, like. That's what makes it iconic. I think it would be less if it was Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mike Pava said he disagrees, but whatever. Oh, what the hell, Mikey? I know. What a jerk. So before he says anything, the next thing we watched <laughs> was uh, we watched The Big Show and Jingle oh All my the God. Way and Waterboy. 
So first jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. <laughs> I love this fucking scene. I love this it movie. It was so much fun. First of all, Arnold's a dick to the Santas. Arnold's no. a dick the entire okay. movie. Like, okay, oh, hold on. Hold on. Jim Belushi sold him a Turbo Man doll that talked, but it only spoke in Spanish, and his son Jamie needed it, or else it would have been the worst Christmas ever, and he said he promised, and he told him he'd never break a promise, because that's right. what Turbo Man says. Well, so, I mean, uh, here's, th- here's my hot take. Hot take. Uh, Jay- <laughs> hot take from JC. <laughs> I like your new intro song. Yeah, that's his thing. <laughs> You're too- uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his little shit son Jamie are the villains of this movie. Oh, they are unlikable. Who's, who's the hero? Phil Hartman and Rita Wilson. Maybe Sinbad. Um, Curtis Booger Armstrong. Sinbad. Um, yeah, Sinbad was hilarious. In this. And he was also trying to do it for his kid. Yeah, that's true. And he was very poor. Right. Very uh, poor man. Schwarzenegger like- was rich. And he... He just forgot about his son. Exactly. because While Sinbad had been working a lot. Right. And uh, Jamie's also kind of a spoiled little shit. Like, if he doesn't get his goddamn fucking Turbo Man... (laughs) And nobody wanted a booster doll. And, like, the only way to make this fucking kid happy in the end is to get Schwarzenegger to dress up like Turbo Man. But here's the thing. Fuck you! Listen, listen. It's okay. He doesn't need a Turbo Man doll because his dad is Turbo Man. What a fucking cunt. And then he gave the Turbo Man doll to Sinbad. <laughs> this has one of my favorite physical comedy <laughs> moments in history. When um, Sinbad's trying to call in to a radio, the radio station. Show? Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger tackles him and starts hitting him with the phone. And Sinbad's going 911 and beat with him hitting him with the phone. <laughs> He's going 911, 911. I just thought that was hilarious. I love Sinbad. He's hilarious. Sinbad's so, great. JC loves Roadhouse. Yeah, I and love Jake Jingle loves all Jingle way. All the Way. I, I mean, I like Jingle All the I. Way. I, I, I just the... think that they are the villains of this movie. That's my that's my opinion. And that's been JC's hot take. Oh, I like you. <laughs> that was nice. And then uh, we also saw Big Show in Water. Well, we didn't even talk about the fight scene itself, where. It's fantastic. Arnold Schwarzenegger's killing a bunch of Santas. One has nunchucks yep. that were candy canes. My biggest opinion of that fight scene is how jacked Big Show is. He was huge, yeah. But he like was in good shape. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's what, in good what shape was that, now. Like 96, 97? 96. Okay. So, yeah, that's like peak Big Show, really. It was. And uh, that was when he was the giant, I guess. Not to be mistaken with Peacock Big Show. No, no, no. Right. Um, Big Show, uh, he got hit with a big candy cane, no-sold it. Punched out Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger comes back up with Vern Troyer on his Ugh. shoulders. Yeah. And he goes, Big Show goes to punch him again. He ducks, punches Vern Troyer. And he goes, little buddy. Yeah. So that so just realized that, me that and Mikey was again. 96. So that was even before Austin Powers for Vern Troyer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you know it's Vern Troyer because nobody has that build. <laughs> or that voice. The voice. Yeah, that's true. Or those hands. Ugh. Bless Captain you, Mike Pava. <laughs> no he one sneezed. heard that. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. They heard me say that. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Captain Insano. Captain Insano and the water boy being interviewed by Kevin Farley. I know you mentioned Kevin Kelly, but to me that was such a Tony Schiavone like ripoff. He looked more like you're Kevin off. Kelly. There you go. Now you're on. He looked like Kevin go. Kelly with oh, that wig. Oh, yeah. On. I agree with you, Lumberjake. Yeah. Well, it was just, it was 98. He was still in WCW. To me, it was just, it was. They had a mic flag. WCW mic flag. Oh. Um, 
I mean, he played a wrestler in this, so it's kind of on the. Did on it the, have the WCW Mike Mike yeah. fight? Okay, and but uh, he was on. I I would since he didn't wrestle, I put that on the. That's cusp, fair. You know, I, I agree. might as well just go with it. Um, the next two are probably the craziest to me that you showed us. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I said Hulk Hogan and Gremlins Two was the second most random. This would probably be the most random. Chris Masters on Big Time Rush. Chris, the, the masterpiece, masterpiece Masters. Masters. Big Time Rush was a show on Nickelodeon with a boy band, and they would get into boy band. I things. fucking love Big Time Rush. Mikey was a big you Big Time were, Rush you were fan. Gushing about Big Time Rush. He couldn't Big hold Time it in. Gush. He really, really did. <laughs> And uh, Mikey, what's your favorite Big Time Rush song? Um, it's called um, "Gonna Have a Big Time." Is that really one of their songs? <laughs> Everybody, Big Time. No, wait, stop. So much. It's called "Windows like... Down." What? It's a great song. Windows. We're gonna yeah. out. We're gonna outro this mini cast with, with windows, windows down. down. Awesome. Big I'm Time so, Rush. So pumped. I am not. <laughs> Um, it was literally just a quick clip, but he was on the full episode. He was the 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 big time rush guys wouldn't do their homework. Yeah, and they're like, "What are you gonna do? Get Chris, get Chris, the <laughs> masterpiece masters in here." And then he, he was. was. He wrote Mister Masterpiece on the board. So turned around, ripped his shirt off, and screamed. I have a which caused thoughts. the kids to act like they were in a fucking uh, Mer- um, Memorex commercial. <laughs> yeah, the hair flying back. Yeah. And they're like, didn't see that coming. But like, you know who's so going to love that? AG. He was a big fan of that episode. So do you think that Big Time Rush wanted Chris the Masterpiece Masters? Can we get a WWE wrestler? Sure thing. Like they were like, John Cena. Yep. Uh, Randy Orton. C- CM Punk. CM Batista. Punk. And they were like, we'll give you Chris the Masterpiece Masters. Listen, well, I fucking You can love have John Cena, you can have anyone. Fuck Wait, you guys. are you guys are you guys iCarly? No? Oh. <laughs> you can have Shofunaki. I love or Chris Masters. Chris Masters. Why are we hating on Chris I'm Masters? I'm not hating on him. No. I'm just genuinely asking that there's no way in any world did this did the producers of this show say, Well, like top five, number one on the list, Chris the Masterpiece Masters. Yeah, like I can't believe we got I don't it. No, it was it was written way I mean they had it in there. I, that is I true. They just written, wrote the script and wrote was, the no, it was written seamlessly for him, I believe. Um, yeah. Like Necro Butcher and the Wrestler. Uh-huh. The excitement of it. So, I don't know. Did you guys see when Buddy Christ had sent us the YouTube video a commercial of Robert Loja? <laughs> and, like, the kid saying, he was talking to his parents, and his parents trying to get him to, like, eat. Like, well, like, what are you going to get, Robert Loja? And, and then, then he did. just walks in. He goes, whoa, <laughs> Robert Loja? <laughs> And like that's how it reminds me of these kids. Like, who are you gonna get? Chris, Chris the, the masterpiece master- masters. Not the masterpiece Chris Masters. No. Chris the Masterpiece Masters. That was a script note from WWE. They were yes. like, put that in there. Uh next, also from Nickelodeon, we got John Cena in Fred the Movie. So uh, the only thing I have written for this is <laughs> I have no idea what or who Fred is. Fred Figglehorn. But, but apparently I fucking loved it. You sure you could did. not stop laughing. Every scene, Mikey was cracking up. <laughs> it was he just was on like, the edge of his seat. It was just the kid like screaming. Like, okay, the deal with Fred was he was an internet sensation. He was like a YouTube star, yes. right? He was fuck. he was the number one most subscribed and watched YouTuber of all time at one point. What the fuck? And it, he has this like 
voice. Yeah, he has a voice where he would just he would talk really fast into the microphone, but then he would put it through a process where he would speed it up, and you would get the Fred voice like, "Hey, everyone, it's Fred." Like, just go on, and kids loved it. They thought it was the funniest thing. So his his voice is sped up there in those scenes. Yes, is that's that... not his real voice. Thank God. But it, the, the internet the videos are even the internet yeah. videos are even worse. On how they are, you know what? We're gonna end this episode with a, a Fred, Fred video. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. They no, uh, Fred hard has pass. Fred big time rush. Fred has songs. Fred has music. Fred they, time rush. <laughs> like Fred has music. So if you want to end it with a Fred song, you can. Pa- so pass. John Cena's playing Fred's dad. His father, yes. Yeah, is I this mean, like a dream scene? Like is this maybe you miss it that they thirty three times Fred called him dad. Right, but like yeah, that is his real father in the movie. Okay, and in real life, and in real life, Lucas Crookshank, Fred father. Cena. Freddy Fabulous. <laughs> oh, Fabo? Yeah. Good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, yeah, so Fred, he got his own Nickelodeon m- movie. He got a second movie, Night of the Living Fred. Was this just a Nickelodeon movie, or did it come out in theaters? That did not get played in theaters. It, it was a Nickelodeon movie. Got a lot of uh, DVDs. He came up with a couple of DVD good movies. For, good for Fred. And then he got his own TV show on Nickelodeon. Where's Fred now? He's uh, His name is Lucas Crookshank. He has a YouTube channel that currently has 2.6 million subscribers. Fuck. God damn it. But that's also not even close to where he was. At his height, yeah. he had like hundreds of millions of subscribers. At his height, he was about like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Fred, um, just a little spoiler. In the episode where we do wrestlers and non-wrestling movies wrestling... We're going to be seeing some. Yeah. More Fred. More Fred. More Fred. More Fred. <laughs> uh, just, I'm waiting for Tyler Perry Presents Fred. Oh, God. Oh Mikey Fred is so thrilled. I don't get, there has to be. There's so many. There's been so many Medea movies that there has to be some wrestling somewhere. We, uh,. <laughs> We watched a quick clip of Bret Hart starring in Sinbad. This was. <laughs> Mikey most... didn't believe me when I said it was Sinbad. Yes. I also didn't realize it was Bret fucking Hart for a while. Was Bret Hart a Viking in Until that movie? Until he started talking. Was, was Sinbad a Viking? Um, was Bret Sinbad? No, yes. I don't. Wait, was he Sinbad? Yes, he was. So I mean, Brett was he Brett. wasn't sin good, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, you, I mean, he's playing this like. Well, this was where, where was wherever Sinbad is from, and like well, Sinbad's not real. So well, it's wherever a fictional the fictional character. area is from, it's somewhere in the desert. They definitely didn't have a fucking Canadian accent. Well, I mean, clearly. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Sinbad is the best there was, the best there is, <laughs> and the best there ever will be. Uh, we gotta hurry up. My phone's um, gonna die. Okay, uh, so oh, we only got one more. Great. Well, uh, I was gonna mention and that this amazing. was filmed. The only thing that I took note of this was filmed in '96. So this was while he was on leave after WrestleMania 12. Okay. So this was I thought when he was he... supposed to do Lonesome Dove after that, but it fell through. Well, it fell through. Canceled. Yeah. But luckily, this fell okay, right so into his lap. That up instead. I'm okay, sorry cool. if I can't make it. Can I still make it after Lonesome Dove was canceled? Again. Again. <laughs> uh, I liked how you wrap things up with a nice biopic. I. I wanted this? to I wanted to save something that was going to surprise you guys. It boy did it for the end because uh, JC was like smugly listing everything I put on. Like, <laughs> oh, this is I saw it by myself. <laughs> and then I wanted to throw in a little uh, monkey wrench into that where I put on. Don't wanna be your monkey, monkey wrench. Um, we haven't done that in a while. I, feel I like put on the movie. Too legit, the MC Hammer story, 
where Ahmed Johnson played Marion Suge Knight. <laughs> and did a fantastic job at it. As he was coming down the escalator, I did think to myself, that fucking looks like Ahmed Johnson, not realizing it was Ahmed Johnson. They're like, Ahmed Johnson, uh, what's this elevator doing? You're going down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I need this movie in my life. Is this like a lifetime movie? Oh, it was a VH1. VH1, VH1, yeah. VH1 thing. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, Lionsgate Films released Fred the Movie in 2010. Thanks, oh, so thank you for that update. Thanks, so Just want to throw that in there. Um, I didn't realize the MC Hammer story would go so in-depth into the murder of Tupac. Uh, it sure did. Yeah, like... I wouldn't I've... say in-depth. It was kind of like a... It was, spent more time on it than I ever think you should on an MC well, Hammer. Well, it was like the end of the scene, and they just and they're walking off the excel, uh, escalator. To put, it, and to put into perspective how the actors looked like the people, the guy that played Ahmed Johnson looked more like Suge Knight <laughs> than MC Hammer looked like MC Hammer or Tupac looked like Tupac right. with their doubles in the movie. The only prerequisite was they had to be African American. Actual looks to the characters meant nothing for this VH1 special. Yeah, like I mean, they just by default because he was huge. Yeah, like I, they uh it came out of like a year ago the NWA movie. Yes, and they had uh, Straight Outta Compton. Yes, and those actors that are playing the younger versions of the NWA and, and Tupac, like they look great. They actually there was a looked, Tupac movie. They looked just like Tupac, the guy that played him. Yeah, and they used the same actor from the. Did they? Yes. Good. Is it a crossover? No, they're going to do an Avengers movie later on <laughs> with all of them. <laughs> um, uh, I think it was Biggie too, the Biggie actor, the guy that played. That's uh, good. Biggie. That's smart. Uh, but like these guys, I saw these Lego pieces, and there was a Chris Helmsworth from one set had the same head as a Chris Helmsworth from another set. I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I like that synergy. I like that idea. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, I'm glad you ended with that MC Hammer. Uh, yeah, we're I'm gonna we're gonna watch that next with the entire thing. Yeah, Full. I'm down. MC Jammer after our Big John Stud episode, of course, <laughs> our several Big John Stud episodes. Yeah, a month of Big John Stud. Oh. Well, that yeah. was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, I like that good. a lot. Um, if you liked it, you can uh, head know, on over I to Facebook. Got a whole nother list of things. So yeah, we got a whole. If you want to hear us do another one, this is know. kind of our in between before the peakies, Jake. So I hope you're. Whoa! I hope you've got some big plans for our. our it's that time of the year it already. Is. We're in December, second annual peakies. So we're gonna get into the Peacock Awards. I you all know, right. I know when we did ours last year. I was surprised with some of the guests that Jake was able to get on the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're saying um, he has to outdo himself. Yes, yeah, I'm actually demanding that he outdo himself. All right. Yeah, you guys just wait. I have some big plans. Okay. And uh, I'm going to run off with the money. So Wait, there's money? Wait, what money? I, uh, I've been secretly advertising on the website without you guys knowing. Oh, wait, and, what? And uh, now that you're thinking about monetizing three-way theater, I am uh, running off with the money I embezzled. So you just admitted this to us right now. Yeah, last episode. Well, it looks like we're looking for a third seat <laughs> for three-way theater. I just got a text. Rui Batello is interested. All right, cool. He's uh, Wait, guys, I'm back. Oh. Oh, uh, this is really awkward. I, well, I, I lost the money. Wait, how did you lose the money so quickly? You literally just- I traded it. For what? God damn it, you know what he traded it for. Well, the people don't know. What'd you trade it for, Lumberjake? Magic beans. God. Magic fucking, fucking beans. beans. How many beans did you get? You got one bean, I bet. No, no, I didn't get one. I'm not stupid. You get half a bean? You're supposed to get three beans. Well, here's the thing. Guy guy gave me three beans. Okay. Yep. But I don't currently have three beans. How many do you have? I have two beans. (laughs) 
two beans or not two beans? <laughs> <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> okay, that's uh, the... well. So okay, so just to, <laughs> to level to wrap set up, here. Yeah, so Peacock Awards are coming up. Yes. Um, we may have a couple other big uh, crossovers or stuff big in the future. In the future. Coming in the new year in 2018. Yeah, Some big, announced, big things. New year, new you, new um, us. I will also Bedford. say that in the next couple of weeks on threewaytheater.com, I'm going to be posting the interview that I did a few months back with the writer and director of uh, The Naked Man. Oh, timely. Ooh. J. Todd Anderson. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not what you said. Uh, I said timely. Oh well, you know it's. Uh, I figured add some more content to the website. Yeah. Um. You know, get and, that traffic. Yeah. You know, and it was it was a real fun. Tarzan. Um. You know, it was it was a real fun interview to do with him, and I thought like just it's something to add, and maybe that will encourage people to go back and listen to some of our past episodes. And please do so. Uh, because they're all available on iTunes, on Podbean, and on threewaytheater.com. Rate, like, subscribe, all that good they're stuff. They're not going to do that. We've Listen, we've got two reviews on iTunes. If you comment. <laughs> uh-huh. You can be a presenter on the Peakies. Yes, oh. we will let you present. Didn't we offer that last year? No, hey, so I was last gonna... year, at the end of the Peakies, we offered them a chance to vote if anyone commented. So far, voting for the Peakies would be no one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you if we should open up the Peacock voting to our, our listeners. I think that would be a good idea. So what you can also do on threewaytheater.com, once the award nominations are up, you can go in and you'll be able to vote for your favorite awards too. So it won't be just us voting or a few select panel members. Yeah, we're opening up the, uh, the Academy. Oh. Yes. The Academy of Art, Sciences, and Peacocks. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. So that's going to be fun. I'm and, looking forward uh, to it. Yeah, and that's going to be it for us. Oh, forever? I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjack. And I'm JC. And this has been the minicast of Three Way Theater. Take it away, Big Time Rush. Big Time Rush! <laughs> yeah. Modern day Tom Sawyer. Windows down. Windows down. Windows. Every window down now. Bam, 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 there you are, why does it seem so far? Next to you is where I should be Something I want so bad, know what's inside your head Maybe I can see what you see I gotta keep on believing that everything takes time I'll make up any reason to make you mine If you stay in or leaving, I'll follow your lead Keep pretending Open your eyes Could be what you need Ain't kind of guy you walk up That's the guy I'll be Turn myself upside down To know, say goodbye, say hello. Then you say that it's time to go. Now it's time to go. Changing my point of view. Every day, something new. Anything to get next to you. I gotta keep on believing that everything takes time. I'll make up any reason to make you mine. If you 
fruitcake. Christmas cash. Fred. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me now. Christmas cash. Cookies.